patriotism, faith, national unity, education, fiscal responsibility, civility, the values that define America. Fascinating stories and talks from America-loving patriots dedicated to preserving freedom, opportunity, and justice. Welcome to the Friends and Fellow Citizens Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Friends and Fellow Citizens. I'm your host, Sherman Tylowski. I really appreciate all of your support every week. Make sure you subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. I really appreciate how much support you all give me every week, and uh, I can't wait to continue to make podcasts as usual, podcast episodes as usual. Uh, Today is a shorter episode, but I think it's because it requires a very simple explanation, simple point. As we could go through the the six principles uh, in various episodes with various different topics, one thing is becoming more and more apparent, um, and it has to do with personal responsibility. Now, when I say personal responsibility, I say that in in a very different context. Personal responsibility, or lack of, I should say, um, in this day and age with the pandemic still going on. But the vaccinations are increasing a lot day by day. Uh, there, I think, is going to be a, some kind of a time of reflection on which countries have done the best on not just the logistical side of vaccines. It's not just the ventilators or the uh, relief packages that people pass. I think one thing we will learn from this pandemic, and I think for a lot of various issues that affect our world today is whether or not leaders will take personal responsibility. I think we can all agree on that. I want to point out an example that I think is worth an episode of its own. And this is what we're going to focus on today. It's about the recent dispute between the European Union and the United Kingdom with regards to the AstraZeneca vaccine. As you might know, the AstraZeneca vaccine is a vaccine that can be stored room temperature. Therefore, it's predicted that it's going to be very effective overseas, especially with countries that don't have the same kind of refrigeration or um, freezer capacity as other wealthier nations do. It also has a pretty uh, high efficacy rate, Um, not as high as the other ones, uh, the Pfizer uh, and the Moderna ones, uh, and Johnson Johnson, but Still pretty darn good. It's pretty, pretty darn good vaccine. And I think there's a lot of credit that should be given to the scientists back in the UK for developing this. And a few things have occurred over the last couple months. And I, I don't think it's just a reflection of politics necessarily, uh, although politics certainly is a big role in this. But it's it has to do with, I think, the ideals and values of particular institutions. Earlier this year, there was a dispute between the EU and the UK on the procurement of this AstraZeneca vaccine. And effectively, the British had put out a big order, and so did the EU. But the problem is, 
because of bureaucracy, because of inefficiencies or whatever the heck was going on in Brussels, uh, the EU signed their contract months later after the UK did. And what happened was that when, as AstraZeneca was shipping these vaccines out to the UK, the vaccine rollout in, in Europe was not doing very well. Uh, the continent, to this day, is still struggling, still struggling with the d- development and d- distribution. But the EU say, hold on a second. We're making vaccines in Belgium, or I believe, excuse me, the, the Netherlands, and they're being exported out, but we, we need our share too. Well, apparently, as my guest Pat Yarrow said a little while back, the UK is using a clause in their contract with AstraZeneca saying that the supply of these vaccines were to be shipped to Britain and that it could not be shipped elsewhere until the British got their order, until they got their complete order. And the EU wasn't too happy about it. They said that, hey, you can't you can't just let vaccines just ship across the channel and not give them to anyone else. And and that's just that's not all. Just this past just this past month or so, we heard the French president, uh, Emmanuel Macron, trying to downplay the AstraZeneca vaccine, saying that claiming that it couldn't work for over sixty fives. There were European leaders you know, holding on on off on the AstraZeneca vaccine because they claimed that there were uh, numerous blood clots coming out of the uh, because of the use of the vaccine. And all of these mistakes and all these lies were just exposed. I mean, the European Medicines Agency coming out saying there was no evidence of this blood clotting. In fact, you're less likely to get blood clotting when you use the vaccine. Um, it, there was no evidence that it was harming the over 65s. Um, and the the contract that UK signed is is all dried up. You know, you can't change uh, this contract um, under, I believe, probably under British law, but probably maybe something under international law, where you can't just alter this this contract for your own gain. And you know what has happened over the last few weeks, and um, I'd say a couple months or so. The EU, which claims to be a united block, one that it can get things done so much quicker because there's more countries involved. They're, they're acting like children. Look at the way they've, they've treated AstraZeneca, the company, they've, the way that they've spoken about the UK. Well, if the UK is doing better, why isn't the UK, why isn't the EU stepping it up? The point is, we've seen in the news, we've seen what is so fundamentally flawed about the EU, but not just about the EU, but about any country out there that I think is on the wrong track and potentially on track to some kind of dissolution. And that is the inability to take personal responsibility. Think about that. If there were leaders all around the world who took responsibility, if dictators took responsibility, if if, if the EU took responsibility, you think a lot of these mistakes, you think a lot of what has gone wrong in the course of history uh, would have happened in the very first place? Of course not. There, There is no personal responsibility. In fact, in places in the most repressive countries in the world, 
everything is about power. There's no ideals. There's all about the people who have all the most wealth. I I say this point because I think when we reflect on what kind of government we want, um, it's easy to say that you want particular policies or that you want to have particular legislation passed. Uh, but where is the aspect of you know putting together the leaders that have these ideals? I think the behavior of an institution, the behavior of of a government is very critical. What we have seen with this whole row, this whole round between uh, the EU and the UK is is astonishing. Uh, but I think this is what happens when you run around and you claim that you're the best, but you can't walk the talk. Let me let me just pull up here this really great opinion piece from the Wall Street Journal. It's called Europe's Gang That Couldn't Shot Straight. A string of vaccine bungles on the continent threatens health and the global economy. Here, Here's what I think I would add to the article, which is this is what happens when we bank on a global system where we have institutions filled with people who don't want to take any personal responsibility at all. They, they, these people, and I'm saying these people as in uh, the people in Brussels, why can't they stand up and say, you know what? We screwed up. We should have done this. We should have made these corrections. If the UK did it better, that's because they had more visionary leaders. Or maybe that the US did it better with R&D, like Operation Warp Speed as an example. The program that threw in money like a bit of a gamble, like in Vegas, threw a gamble. It's like, we need to get a vaccine ASAP. We don't know which one's going to work, but we're going to do it soon. We're going to do it fast. And we're going to put all the money in as much as we can and look at all. Look at the innovation that comes out. Now, this is not just because of Operation Warp Speed. Don't get me wrong. This is years, maybe decades of progress, of innovation, of money, and politics, and all the rest. Uh, but I, I, the point I want to make today is when we speak of making our country better or our government better, let's also think about the the leaders who take responsibility versus those who cast blame and blame on everybody else. Is that not the, the perhaps one of the root causes of partisanship? Is that no one wants to say that on TV or on social media that I could have done better. I don't think there needs to be apology necessarily. I mean, apology, I believe, is more of a fault towards someone else. But if, if more people were to say that, hey, I'm not the best at this, or we didn't get this right, let's, let's, bring, in more, let's bring in more people. Let's try to cut things like bureaucracy, which I believe is one of the factors in this quabbling going on in the EU. But to get a more diverse audience where you can have more accountability, I think that's where we get progress. What we're seeing right now with this European Union bloc, regardless of what you, whether or not you supported Brexit or you believe that there should be some kind of reform, I think one thing has been clear. When we see a block of institutions 
act like ch- children, worse than children, I should say. I think it says a lot. It says a lot about the course of where this continent is going and where this block is going, and I don't think it's going in the right path. The Founding Fathers believed that we can't just have freedom out there. We can't just let everybody do whatever we want, right? There has to be an element of responsibility. We have to make the best judgments as people. Government needs to incentivize people to be more personally responsible. Not necessarily just a stick and carrot sort of idea, but one where people will follow ideals, even if there is hypocritical, even if there are hypocritical moments. And and certainly no one is perfect, including myself, obviously. But at least we can show that within the infallible human being, there is a desire to be a better person and to be a better society. That's what we need nowadays. We need more stronger ideals. We need more passion and work. And sometimes it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to say that I'm wrong. It's hard to say it's hard for anyone to do that. Uh, but I think what, what we have seen in the news, maybe more than just vaccine politics or uh, vaccine nationalism or whatever is being thrown out on the news, I think we're, we're seeing something bigger. If we want better government, we want a better society, we darn better have more personal responsibility. And with that, thank you so much for listening to this quick episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, make sure you subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. I really appreciate all of your support. Have a great rest of your day and rest of your week. And I'll see you next time.